When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lancaster County Sheriff Terry Wagner is in for a few minutes for Lincoln Live today. Terry, good to have you in. Good morning, Dale. Great to be here. You have uh, provided me with some statistics, 2020 and 2021 statistics. So we'll go through uh, the list of interesting ones, uh, the ones that are uh, up quite a bit and the ones that are down quite a bit. And the first one that got my attention is the, the fatals. Now, let's put this into context, too, because... 2020, 2020 was, was an anomaly. It was. Um, you know, our, our deputies didn't make as many traffic stops just because of, we wanted to limit the contact with the public when we didn't have to. And there was less people driving. A lot of folks worked from home. There was a lot less leisure uh, driving uh, than, than normally would be. So I think uh, the traffic counts were down. I think our enforcement efforts were not what they normally are. And so 2020 had a lot less traffic contacts for mm-hmm. us than, than 2021. Mm-hmm. So the numbers are skewed just a bit. You need another five years or so. Yeah. You need another five-year span. But we've had, a, we've had a, a, a gradual progression of reducing fatal crashes in Lancaster County. And having only three fatal crashes in rural Lancaster mm-hmm. County last year is great. I mean, that's three too many. But um, compared to, I remember when I worked those crashes, and we'd work 10, 12, 15 fatal crashes a year, um, that's a lot. And so uh, we've reduced those a great deal. Highway engineering is better. Highway engineering. Um, vehicles are built better. Yep. You know, we're phasing out all the older vehicles and all the new airbag equipped vehicles are, are there. Um, better, I think, um, enforcement on DWIs, mm-hmm. greater seatbelt usage. So I think all those things work together to reduce those fatal crashes. Handgun permits. You and I always talk about handgun permits. And those numbers from 2020, just over 6,300 down to fewer than 4,000 in 2021. Um, You know, 2020 was like uh, we've just discussed. It it was such an anomaly. Um, It was an election year. Uh, People were indoors a lot more. I think they thought about their personal safety a great deal more. Mm -hmm. Um, And because we wanted to limit the number of personal contacts in our office, we were taking those applications online. And so it was a lot easier for people to apply for the handgun purchase permits. Um, uh, I think the other thing we're going to start tracking are the number of denials um, that that uh, we issue, you know, because we, sometimes we deny handgun purchase permits based upon a, whatever reasons. And uh, I think that would be an interesting statistic to keep, too, to see where that's at in the in the realm of things. Lost in everything that a deputy does and everything that Lancaster County Sheriff does is the protection orders received and the protection orders served. The protection orders both received and served went up. That's mm-hmm. a time-consuming responsibility for your deputy. It is. You know, prote- it's a protection from domestic abuse order is what it is. Um, and sometimes um, they exclude uh, one or the other parties from the residence. So there are varying degrees of involvement. But we put a very high priority on service of those uh, because of the potential danger there for the respondent or for the petitioner. 
and the petitioner is the person who files the order and the respondent is the person that we serve. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, there's a safety issue there for the petitioner. We want to make sure we get those served quickly uh, to, to enhance the safety uh, of, of that, uh, of that per- domestic partner. Didn't drive as many miles in no, 2020. No, you know our staffing levels have been down. That that I was thinking about that. You know, sometimes uh, if we have major case investigations, um, you don't drive as much mainly, and not as much repressive or not repressive, but um, normal patrol uh, driving. So, uh, yeah, there are a number of factors involved there, but interesting figure. And as a result, less was spent on fuel coupled with the fact that fuel didn't cost as much. It was under three bucks yeah. in 2020. Yeah. And so fewer dollars spent. So the cost of patrolling went up yes. in 2021 by almost 70%. Yeah. Because of more miles and because of fuel yes. at a higher price. Use of force reports and citizen information complaints. You have a, you have a really good insight into well, that, Terry. Well, you know, you, we changed the reporting, our reporting standards internally on use of force and how those are reported. So every use of force that a deputy is engaged in um, he has to be reported. Their supervisor reviews it for policy compliance, and then it goes up the chain of command, and we track those. Um, so, you know, last year we had about 24 uses of force, I think it was. Um, but what's what's interesting is that our citizens' complaints, our internal affairs complaints, um, really went down. Um, we didn't have, I can't remember the number for sure, the raw number, but uh, we didn't have but about uh, single-digit internal affairs complaints. Seven in 2021. Seven. So, um, but when, when our use of force complaints are, are increasing... I'm sorry, when our use of force reports are increasing, but our corresponding complaints against deputies are not or are decreasing, it tells me that we're using uh, force appropriately, um, that uh, people are treated fairly and respectfully, even when we have to use force. Makes sense. Yeah. So we're comparing statistics here, 2020-2021, with Lancaster County Sheriff Terry Wagner, uh, but again, er- everything is different. It's it, the rules have changed since twenty twenty. Yes. Yep. You need some subsequent years in order to really get accurate. And about five years. Does it go in five year spans? I see twenty sixteen. Yeah, that's to what I try to do is have keep a, a five year picture of our of our workload on those statistics. The Lancaster County Sheriff's Office is one of three Nebraska agencies taking part in a new training program aimed at improving police accountability. We talked about this. The active bystander for law enforcement program. It's called ABLE. And uh, LSO Captain John Vick did some training this past week. Correct. Um, you know, we, we unveiled this back in October of last year. Uh, Chief Deputy Ben Houchin had, had, attending a, had attended an a executive training session, and the ABLE uh, project was e- explained to them at that time, and he thought that would be a really good program for, for LSO. So you have to apply to be uh, eligible to receive ABLE training. So we made that application. Um, we were accepted. Uh, we had to send two deputies, uh, Captain Vick and, and uh, Deputy Stroh, to uh, uh, training to be a trainer. And then we had to guarantee ABLE that we were going to not only train our command staff, but our entire workforce. So 
we did command training about uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and then we did uh, training for the deputies this last Wednesday, and we'll do another another training session this coming Wednesday. So, what does it teach a deputy to do that they maybe wouldn't be as instinctually able to do now? Here's one of the scenarios. Uh, you're a sergeant, I'm a deputy, I see you handcuff somebody, but not properly, and I don't see anything. And this actually happened. Put, put the bad guy in another deputy's car, uh, the bad guy wasn't searched well, had a gun, shot and killed the driver, who was another deputy. So, um, you know, we want to make sure that even though if they see a sergeant either not searching a suspect carefully enough or not handcuffing or using proper procedures. But it goes the whole gambit. It's not just it's not just use of force type situations. It's use of force. It's actual patrol techniques um, that are either not being applied correctly um, or it could be a personal matter. Um, gosh, I noticed you haven't, you know, you haven't been on your game lately. Is there something going on with you that, that we can help with or that we can refer you to somebody else? But we want to make sure deputies have that same freedom to say that to a sergeant or to a to a, a superior officer and and not not feel intimidated about mm-hmm. doing that. So not only does it empower the deputy, but it puts the sergeant on notice that yeah, I'm being watched or could be absolutely yep. be watched. Yeah, if I if I'm doing something wrong, if I do something that's not quite right, hopefully somebody's going to say, "Whoa, we didn't search that person well enough," or here, why don't you take a break, and I'll take over uh, handcuffing this person, or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you see another officer that's maybe losing control, get them out of there and take over for them. University of Nebraska, Lincoln Police, and the Alliance Police Department also took part in this training, which started at Georgetown University. Yeah, and that's been the, the actual studies for ABLE. Oh, gosh, uh, two or three years before the George Floyd um, incident. So it really, it was unveiled in 2020 um, after the George Floyd incident, but it wasn't as a result of that. So update us on the new armored vehicle. It was the the one currently LSO has Mm -hmm. was used in the standoff in Adams. Correct. Uh, it was a cold day. Some of the exactly. some of the deputies and some of the people who were there, law enforcement, warmed up inside. The State the Patrol asked for our assistance in the use of our armored vehicle, and and we uh, so we deployed our armored vehicle, which is a in the military. It's a called an MRAP, a mine resistant, ambush protected vehicle. Um, but it's uh, you know it's a huge vehicle. It's way over engineered for for our use, but it certainly serves our purpose well as far as being protected from getting shot at, those kinds of things. Um, so we, we deployed our vehicle down to Adams. Uh, officers could get in the back of the vehicle and get warm and then go back to a perimeter post or any of those kinds of things. And so it was uh, very helpful to have one or two armored vehicles there. State Patrol has some armored vehicles as well for uh, distributed throughout the state. So um, we, we have that military surplus vehicle now. There's a commercial armored vehicle for law enforcement that's being made. And if you've seen any of the incidents, um, you know, think back to the Boston bombing. You saw those armored vehicles driving around Boston. Uh, Those are called Bearcats. That's the brand name of the vehicle. And that's what we ordered. Um, You know, the difference between 
the Bearcat and and the uh, the MRAP that we have now is that the MRAP costs us very little, and this vehicle is about three hundred forty thousand um, dollars. We're going to be using forfeited assets to purchase that. It's not tax dollars. It's not budget money, but um, you know it's something that uh, is going to be easier to drive, have the same capabilities um, as the MRAP, but uh, not uh, not quite so cumbersome. Fair to say this is money seized from drug arrests. It's, it's from criminal, That's from where the money Yes, it's, it's from criminal activity. You know, we, if we can draw that, that connection between a, a large quantity of cash and, and uh, illegal activity, uh, we're able to seize that money, and that's what this money is from. Which always brings a smile to my face because I'm thinking, here, criminals, drug money, they're out there doing illegal things with it, and when they're caught and busted and after it goes mm-hmm. through the paperwork process yes. the law enforcement agency benefits yes from from it's always brings yeah. a smile to my so. face so this new one will be leaner easier to yeah it, you know it maintain. won't have the high easier to maintain won't have the highest standard of gravity um you know i mentioned because the mrap is so it's so robust in its construction it's so over engineered um but having said that when it breaks it's really expensive to fix, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, this should be easier to maintain, easier to drive, and do the same same job. When do you see it showing up? Probably not going to be till October, November time frame. Fall. Yep. We'll look for it on the street. Okay. I, I will always remember seeing the huge MRAP. Yeah. On Cornhusker at about 14th or so, it looked like a dinosaur. Coming it, to, it's just so impressive. It is very in massive. size yeah. and scale. You know, we've taken that to a number of car shows and other community events, and kids just love climbing around on that thing. Um, my fear is always one of those doors is going to slam shut and, and we're going to lose some fingers. But just because it's so heavy, everything about it is so heavy. Well, it's military, and you yes. just don't see that out on the civil, right. civilian streets. Yeah. The way it is. Always good seeing you, Terry. Okay. All right. Good stay warm. Here, Terry Wagner, Sheriff Wagner with me on Lincoln Live.